welcome in. It's the turn week 10. Your host at JD Fran 14, the commish, my co-host on the other side at Connor Bods, Connor Boddington. How you doing tonight? I'm doing well. Uh, I got a beer I'm drinking, so I'm ready to go. Let's have a good show tonight. What do you say? Yeah, I'm in. He's got a beer. I got a beer. Going with Two Roads, Honey Spot Road. What beer are you drinking over there? Kent Falls Superscript IPA. Kent Falls um, Superscript. Yeah. Let me ask you something. Have you never not been well at the liftoff of a podcast? No. Talking fantasy and football in general just always perks me up. Okay. You always get a little perky, excited. you say. Yeah. All right. I feel like we both do. We both kind of wake up a little bit when we know the lights are on. We're game time performers. Game time performers is right. I actually created a little home field advantage for myself this week. I put up a nice little backdrop, got some decorations going, got a little new painting, gaming chair, a little comfort, a little bit, a little bit built for speed. Now I'm, I'm feeling good. What's the, um, what's the next Jersey you're adding to your background. So for you guys who can't see, cause this is a podcast and not a video recording, Joe has a couple chargers uniforms behind him. I see Philip rivers, Derwin James. Is that Keenan Allen? Is that the third? That's Keenan Allen circa 2014, whenever you called your, you know, your Jersey back channels overseas, yep. you did a, you did a big delivery. That's the Royal Royal blue Phil rivers and newly added uh, vapor elite Derwin James and white. I think next up is definitely going to be Herbert and I'm tossing around the idea of Navy blue for him from this weekend right those are fresh yeah from this weekend and then i think i might re-up on a new keenan allen i want a little bit of consistency so i might have him go with i might keep it with the with the powder blue there powder um and i think if i was to ever get a helmet i think i would want eckler's helmet like signed or with the number 30 on it yeah, just with the numbers and the helmet from the alternates this weekend, I think is my favorite one, like the the Navy Bolt. Yeah, those are fresh. I always forget, too, that other teams have, like, multiple fun jerseys, like the Giants, where they're blue. I really like their home uniforms. I like their helmet. No numbers. I, I like it. It's a nice, classic, kind of clean look. But when they bring out their color rush, like the white, I don't know if you get as excited as I do. I love their color rush helmet where it has like the full text of giants with the underline and then it has the white face mask. Yeah. I think that is such a better look than their regular helmet. I wish that they would just wear that full time, but there's a lot the of in general would wear, yeah. would let them wear more fun helmets. I think that teams in general, their alternates, their alternates are better than their everyday game unis. Like the saints, their color rush with the gold stripes are sick. If you're the New York jets, for the love of God, throw those green shiny helmets into the trash, please. Did you see those Monday yeah. night? Yeah, I don't know. I think the Jets are kind of in the same way. I mean, they're just kind of like one of those classic AFL franchises where it's like kind of tough to like, I don't know. I don't think you want to get too crazy with it. Um, but I feel like their their old helmets used to be pretty cool, like what well, they used to do. These are worse than the Jaguars gradient gold no i completely disagree <laughs> i think it looked like they were astronauts running around with green domes i under hated head. them i want vin to chime in with what his thoughts were i would love uh, that vin chime in i would love to have anybody chime in um i will say i don't like the jets really at all i think some of their classic 
their classic logo was kind of cool with like the jet plane or with the um it was like those are pretty cool and there was one other one that i was just looking at where to go um i think the one from the early 2000s isn't bad either where it's like the green circle with the new york jets outline with like the the football there so that's that's pretty cool but that's enough talk about the jets um they don't really deserve much talk i mean adam gase is going to get fired soon yeah uh, i think they're holding on to him until they're fully eliminated yeah my, might as well jets and helmets here it's uh november 11th around 7 45 p.m i think everyone's kind of coming down the almost like the high of last week and how hectic it was football, not football related. Like it's kind of just been like a weird, I don't know. How would you describe the feeling of this week? It's a little bit more murkier. I I feel like in general football this year hasn't had the same kind of oomph as usual. I don't know if it's because there's no fans. Like I'm not able to get to any games. Like, I don't really know what it is. I just feel like football has not had the same, excitement levels as it normally does i don't know is that just me have you kind of been feeling that way too like kind of what are your thoughts on the season well i think it's a little bit different this year because it's not like every sunday you could get together and go to a spot and feel confident in like that decision like sure you could definitely try and you could go do that but you know there's a ton of risks with watching football there's a ton of risks with playing football so I think the way we've been kind of going about it is okay I'm going to sit on my couch I'm going to watch red zone from one o'clock to eight o'clock quick break Sunday night football it's been kind of a grind this year getting through every games I think games are a little bit harder to watch this year there's a ton of flags every play there's a hold there's a DPI whatever it might be I think the games are getting a little bit tougher to watch um, especially these primetime games, they're just bad. Like primetime has not been good this year either. Sunday night was brutal. I mean, that game was over what halfway through the second. Yeah. And I guess that, you know, obviously that should have been a good game, but yeah, like, I mean, then we paper, go, okay, we got, we got jets, Pats Monday night, which football. wasn't, which that was admittedly a very exciting game. Um, but I kind of wish that the tables were reversed and that we got the type of game we got Monday on Sunday night, which I know is not like, this isn't some like break, like groundbreaking thought that I had. I feel like it's pretty common for a lot of people to be feeling that way. Um, But I think that there just left a lot to be desired on Sunday night. I was pretty excited. It also stinks when I get why they do it, but like Cowboys Steelers, I feel like there's just been awful like four o'clock games and that there's only really been one like national game on at four. And it's usually just like, Hey, the Cowboys are an NFC East team which in, obviously includes my Giants, but one of these four o'clock games always always kind of stinks, and it's like the only local game that's really on. So you're just stuck watching Red Zone, which you're just watching that game anyway, and they don't really show you the highlights of the – like they don't really break to the other game. Like I feel like I did not watch enough of Miami, Arizona. I yeah, feel like there was a, a lot that they missed in Red Zone, which would have been nice to see because that was a that was a great game. Um, and I think Tua Kyler is going to be very exciting, and it sucks that they're – AFC NFC because it would be nice to see them matching up in more meaningful games uh, moving forward and obviously I mean Super Bowl would be that would be a lot of fun if we got mm. a Kyler to a Super Bowl but let's not let's not get crazy it's game two of um, of Tua's career but I thought he looked very good mm. that game 
electric factory when it was uh, when it when it came back on red zone it completely flipped yeah. the script of like your mood like you knew okay i'm getting a big play here i don't have to watch freaking garrett gilbert or a banged up big ben like this is nice like this is football's fun now yeah like, Tua, Tua looks great i i i do like that they had him throwing a little bit more i didn't realize he was so slippery on his scrambles he was in and out of uh in and out of the pass obviously finding holes, breaking yeah. tackles, making dudes miss, and Kyler I mean, Murray, a, same thing. Yeah, I mean, when you play, though, at a team like Alabama where you're playing with an NFL-caliber offensive line in college, you're not going to be dealing with that much pressure when you go in and you're dealing with an offensive line like Miami, who's – they're improving. They're getting better, they're getting better every week, um, but they are just nowhere near as dominant of an offensive line. So I don't really think he got to showcase that as much. And he didn't really ever have to. They were always up pretty big. It was like, okay, uh, let me just take this sack. Let me just throw the check down. But I think he's kind of given the green light a little bit more to sling it. And, I mean, when you have guys like Parker and Preston Williams and Gesicki out there, like pretty good receivers he's throwing to. Yeah, no Preston Williams for the next three weeks. He'll be on IR. Is it the three-week or is it going to be the full season? Undetermined. They have an outside chance. They're right in the hunt. Playoffs five and three. It's a – this Dolphins team way more complete than we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Great job, obviously by their staff, but I think it's it's a little bit fun to see new teams in the mix in the hunt. A lot of hope for for them uh, long term. Tua looks great, and especially I think what's nice about them is you look at it, and I mean I, I know I talk about the Giants a lot, but I see a team like that and how quickly they've kind of righted the ship, turned things around with the Belichick guy. So it gives me a little bit of hope saying, hey, look, like stick to your plan. Everything will work out and you guys will be like you can turn everything around pretty quickly. But it helps when you have a boatload of draft picks from trading away your only good players that you had for the past like two years. Agreed. Let's uh, quick pulse check. How the running backs doing? Uh, Dalvin Cook electric. We got McCaffrey for one week. Not bad. And then after that, not great. Um, Not great. I got it up. J.D. McKissick, he's my melting pot. Flex two or three, whatever you want to regard him as. Nine receptions. I mean, we're going to turn that in, and we're going to say, yeah, you got a spot in the field. Kalen Balazs. All it takes is getting away from Sir Adam Gaze. 16.4. He looked good. And he looked good behind that Chargers O-line. For anyone who's not picking up on what we're saying, yes, J.D. McKissick was your running back three on the week in full PPR. Kalen Balaj was the running back four. The Bellagio's back in uh, into relevance. That 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 nickname. Yeah, no, and I mean, if you started him anywhere, which I doubt anyone did, because I mean, he got called up from the practice squad this week, right? Mm, he and did. They put him. They put him back down this week. So because your guy Troy made Pope on uh, the shelf, you like that guy? Pope. I do. I thought he looked good uh, last week, not last week, but the week before. So we'll see. Um, and then obviously James Robinson running back five. Kamara running back six, McKinnon mm. running back seven, Burkhead running back eight, Duke Johnson running back nine, Wayne Gallman running back 10. So, I mean, yeah. in the top 10, uh, six of the 10 are guys who you probably weren't starting unless you were in an absolute pinch. And it's not like any of these guys scored a crazy amount, like in full PPR, no one was over 20 besides Cook and McCaffrey, and they were up near 39 and 37. They were at 39 and 37. So, yep. And, on the other side, receiver, 
smoked running backs this week. Do you think that this it's fair to say nine weeks in, zero running back has won this season in terms of how your teams are doing? No. No? No, I don't buy it. What do you think it is? Because, I mean, the running back, so, yeah, I don't know. I hate the I hate the zero running back thing. It just, it, I don't know, man. It's just injuries. Like, that's the only thing you're rooting for. I don't like rooting for injuries, and I feel like that's what I'm doing if you go zero running back. You're just like, oh, yeah, like, I hope McCaffrey gets hurt. I hope Saquon gets hurt. I hope, like, Zeke just falls off a cliff. Like, it is a very, I don't know. I just, I don't like rooting for it. Um, and plus, I mean, you really, you just got to hit on the right backs. And it's like, it's such a crapshoot every week. Like, I don't know. I, I don't like doing it um, because, I mean, you look at these top receivers and like, I mean, a lot of them this week, I mean, they outscored them, but the number one receiver on the week in full PPR was not Devontae Adams. It was Richie James. Yeah, Richie James. He had a great game. I he didn't did. think they were going to stop throwing a football to him. No, I mean, why would you? But like, okay, so two and three were Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. Wide receiver four, Jacoby Myers. Wide receiver five, DJ Chark. Okay. okay. Six, Rashad Perriman. Seven, Curtis Samuel. Eight, Jerry Judy. Nine, Keenan Allen. Ten, Terry McLaurin. Like, yeah, as some of those guys are expected. I mean, then, I mean, top 20, you had Olamide. Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, yeah. So, uh, it's just wide receivers a little bit easier to hit on is all I'm saying, so. Yeah, no, Which, I mean, I, it makes I sense. Say, I, I get why you do it. I, I wasn't talking about like rooting for running backs to get hurt or whatnot. And I'm not a, I'm not a zero running back guy. You know that I'm know. get getting in and out of the first three rounds with three running backs in your redraft strategy. But when you look at top to bottom goes Kamara cook 211, 201 in full PPR, then it just drops right off a cliff to Derek Henry at 150 yeah. Re- receivers themselves. I think have been a little bit more consistent than your running backs and you could get away with your James Robinson late and you can get away with your Meg Davis pickup after, uh, after CMC goes down and you have a pretty good team if you pick the right running backs, but injuries are an anomaly this year. COVID is an anomaly this year right now. I think receivers are winning, but you're still not winning your league without one of two Dalvin cook Camara because of like their weight, their league winner status yeah. and the amount of points they're going to score is still going to beat the number one receiver. Yeah. And I mean, that's why it's just like, I don't know. I'm always going to take running backs because like, like you're saying, if you hit on those guys, you're fine. I think it's easier to hit on run on wide receivers and around four through six and get these guys like your DK Metcalf of the world who are going to be like this next breakout guy, Tyler mm-hmm. Boyd, Stefan Diggs, Tyler Calvin. Lockett, like the round four guy Ridley, Allen Robinson, Terry McLaurin. Like there's so many guys now, obviously you're not getting those Devonte Adams blow up weeks, mm. but I mean, Diggs wide receiver four, Lockett wide receiver five, Metcalf wide receiver three. Ridley is like the wide receiver seven, I think. So it's just like, I don't know. I, I'm always just going to go running back and, and take my chances on wide receivers. Moral of the story is we just all have to draft better. And when our players get hurt, we we have to be the ones that get in there That's, and and fix them. Yeah, get them through physical therapy, so, get them back on the field. Staying kind of in this running back conversation. Here we go. I knew Dalvin, you were do it. Dalvin Cook has been on a tear. He's been on a tootsie. I like this is a very very historical rate. Um, I'm bringing up the the tweet right now. Okay. 
So let me see. Is Dalvin Cook neared 40 fantasy points today? I had to see – I wanted to see how often a running back had posted consecutive 40-point fantasy football games. It's happened a few times, most notably LaDainian Tomlinson did it four straight games in 2006. So he had a four-game stretch where he had 39 points, 42 points, 41.9, and 37 points. I love Over that. Over that time frame, he had seven, four, six, seven, eight. He had – Carry the four. Trying to do trying to do quick math. Right? Divide by two. Parentheses first. Had 15, he had 14 touchdowns over the span of three games. Is this the year he had 31 total touchdowns? I think so. This was 2006. When he, he, beat, uh, he beat Sean yeah, Alexander's is, record? Yeah, this was 2006 back when he was 27, by the way. So for Dynasty, it's like – it's kind of crazy how much things have changed where it's like once you're getting up in that age, it's like, oh, is this guy falling off a cliff? I mean, he was older then than Gurley is now, mm. which is crazy. I mean, Gurley, everyone kind of thought was going to be on that level, but granted, he his knees broke down and gave out on him. So it's a little bit of a special situations with him. His special player. He had 28 rushing touchdowns that year, two receiving, and he threw one touchdown. And I'm yeah. pretty sure – I always remember this because that's like a memorable – that's a big season for me as a Chargers fan. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to remember who he threw. Was it Breeze? No, he threw a touchdown to somebody. Now I'm going to figure out who it was. Let's put a pin on that. But Didn't Breeze I actually, catch a touchdown too when he was a Charger? Breed this year, this 2006 season was not Breeze. It was 14 years ago. Phil Rivers has been the guy for about 17 years. So it was a Rivers season, not Breeze. However, I do have a massive LaDainian Tomlinson powder blue, old school, old school jersey. That's got to find its way onto the wall here. We'll have to put a pin on that one too. And, and by the way, our goal here is to get some sort of video show youtube whatever you want to do so I'll, this place is going to be decorated by the time we make that happen i'll definitely so, have the lt to share okay the lt touchdown i was thinking of he did throw on a breeze but it was back in 2003 mm. um i know you know do you know the play i'm talking about it was against the raiders i mean that's 17 years ago so most likely not mm, i thought you were a chargers fan i guess I, not I, yeah i guess so <laughs> that's not me no, dude, I'm like watching the play right now. It's like a 25-yard pass, and Breeze ran for like 20 yards after the catch to go and score. It's pretty electric. So enough talk, though, about LT. It's just kind of crazy to, to look at how good we think Dalvin is right now and just think about how crazy good and important the Danny Tomlinson was back then. Um, the running back position, definitely. Especially pretty much if you got the number one pick. Like if you had LT, you won the league. Like guys weren't putting up these like consistent games that Devontae Adams is right now. Like if you had LT, you pretty much won. And I feel like the only, the only other guy who I remember playing with, cause like LT was a little bit before my time in terms of fantasy. And it is like absolute peak. Mm. I feel like I, I kind of got into fantasy, like the tail end of it. Um, but Chris Johnson for a year or two, there was like the number one pick and he hit on it like that one year. Um, but it just, and I mean, you're seeing it with McCaffrey this year. It's like, it is very difficult for these guys to go like consensus number one, like far and away and hit on their value. Yeah. And McCaffrey wasn't the consensus one last year. Going I into last year. Bar no, he was. I think it was Barkley. Yeah. I took Barkley in our dynasty startup last year before McCaffrey. I, I think big regrets, obviously, but you know, hindsight's 2020 though. 
it'd be, you draft a guy like Barkley, right? Because you're seeing you you start seeing the the stars of like there's our next LT, there's our guy. It's so hard to hit. It really is, and even Dalvin Cook's just not there yet. No, and that's the thing too. It's like Dalvin has been great, but I mean, what this is his fourth year, I think, in the year, league. I feel like he's been in the league now for like a while, and I mean, he's been very very good when healthy. But it was always kind of that question mark looming over him was his injuries, which is why, oh, this is his third. He's been in the league for three years. So he's been in the league since 2017. Mm-hmm. So, and I remember, like, I, I wanted to stay away from him in the, in our startup draft just because I was worried about him with injuries. And, I mean, it's looked, he's been a wagon for Chris since Bracken has drafted him. Because, I mean, he played pretty much every game last year up until the end of it, but He's been really, really good when on the field, and I think he's the best pure runner in the NFL. I don't know if that's a hot take or not. I don't think so right now with him being the leading rusher. Um, but just in terms of how he like kind of runs and glides through the defense, I think he's the best pure. Obviously, Henry is the most powerful, the most physical runner, um, but I think that Dalvin is the most smooth. Do you think that next year's redraft is going to be the hardest yet? Given all the players breaking out, and the, just the bushel and bushels think, of talent we have. I think you're going to see more guys wanting to go towards the back of the first for drafting. Like okay. you know, guys, when you get your pick, I think it's going to be more beneficial to have like pick eight, nine, and 10 and say, hey, who's going to fall to me? Let me get two of these guys, maybe one of them hit um, rather than, hey, let me go all my eggs in one basket for McCaffrey, Saquon, Dalvin, like just seeing how these guys were. And I mean, coming into this year, everyone was like, okay, it's, it doesn't really matter who you have ranked one and two, but it's Saquon and it's McCaffrey. And then there's a step off. And then you're getting into Kamara, who had questions, Cook, who had questions, Zeke, who didn't have any questions. But I mean, we all kind of knew if you're going Zeke, you're going more for just the high, high floor, which is now dropped out on him now without Dak. But I don't know. This, we'll see. I think it's a little bit early to say that I think we need to kind of see how the offseason goes and some changes now do you think McCaffrey comes back this year do you think this is our last time seeing him on the season it's it's really tough to to kind of identify what's going on over there because they're regarding him as day-to-day but then you could see he's out in, this week well well yeah I I know that he's ruled out this week but originally earlier in the week it was day-to-day to begin diagnosis Ian Rappaport says maybe we don't see him for the rest of the year. I wonder what the upside is to shutting him down. I, I, they're probably not a playoff team this year. I think they let me down as soon as I said they were a good football team. I think they've lost two straight now. I think but they three. played the – so sorry to cut you off. They played the Chiefs. Like, they lost by two to the Chiefs. And now I get it. There's no moral victories in football. But, I mean, they have lost oh, four in a row. Really yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. Everything I touch right now turns into like yeah. ste- steaming pile of dog shit. So I say they're a pretty good football team. They lose four straight. They're not in the playoffs. What is what's their upside there? You most likely you're going to probably maybe you shut him down, let him get back to speed. You don't want him to get re-injured. I, I, there is a, a that's in the realm of possibilities where we don't see McCaffrey again this year. I don't know if he plays another fantasy relevant team. I don't think he plays another fantasy game? relevant. Yeah, or another yeah. fantasy relevant game this fantasy regular season. I think you could see him in the playoffs. They have a week 13 bye where I could see them just, hey, we're going to hold him out. 
We're going to let him get healthy through, and then we're just going to play him the last, what, three games of the season, week 14, 15, 16, and then seven. Actually, no, you can get four games out of him. But in terms of, like, what matters to fantasy, if you can make the playoffs without McCaffrey, which, I mean, we're seeing it in Dynasty League, like, TJ is probably going to do that. I think if you're in his shoes, you want them to rest him. Just say, hey, man, just get healthy. I got a deep enough team. But for a lot of guys, I know I have him in one of my leagues, and I'm second to last place. It doesn't matter what I do. It just I invested so much in him. So, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see him again until, like, the fantasy playoffs, if we see him at all. I, I'm with you. I think there's a chance, though, that he does not play the rest of the way. Yeah, a couple good points there. Um, all right, what do we got next? Jake Lutton. Jake Lutton, it looks pretty good. Yeah, what is it with the Jags and just finding these guys in the sixth, seventh round and, like, they look okay? Now, is this more Lutton is okay or is this the Texans' defense is just really bad? Texans' defense is not great. I, I, don't, I don't know. I think it will be good to see what happens. They got a great matchup, I think, that's easily shootout potential. Packers-Jags on Sunday, 1 o'clock game. DJ Chark leads the league in air yards from, Did like, weeks 6 to 9, and he missed a game. So yeah. that's a good connection to watch out for. Is he going to be open, though? He's going to have Jair Alexander on him. I don't know if you've been following who's probably the best cover corner in football right now. Yeah. That very, um, very good lockdown. Oh, oh, I think he, Oh, he has a concussion. Uh Oh, okay. All I, right. But moral of the story is I think we've seen the, I think we've seen the light of Dan Minshew mania. I think that might be over and done with there. Duval. Do you think that if they weren't actively tanking for Trevor, that Minshew would still be playing right now? I think Minshew, if he starts another game in the NFL, he starts it for another football team. Okay. I don't know. I admittedly, I don't watch a ton of Jaguars outside of what comes on red zone, but I never felt like he was the problem. I felt like they didn't really put him in a good position to succeed. Obviously. I mean, James Robinson broke out, looks very good. LaVisca is going to be a stud. You have Chark who was banged up throughout the year, but I mean, he's coming into his own and continuing to grow and improve as a player. So I don't know. I felt like Minshew maybe wasn't the issue as much. but He hasn't been great. Let's just put it that way. No, that's fair. I'll give him that. And that's the thing. When you're a six-round pick, like you don't have that leeway. Like Daniel Jones gets that leeway because he was a number six pick. And now who knows if he'll be starting by the end of the year or if he's going to be starting going into next year. Um, but, I mean, that's actually – that's not even a great point because then you have guys like Haskins. You just now, talked yourself into a pretzel. I did. I do want to now Alex Smith, by the way, is I think my favorite story of 2020. And I don't like not even just sports wise. Like I think almost in general, he's one of my favorite stories. Just seeing that Um, I know he lost and he threw the turn the ball over three times, but he's the best quarterback on that roster. And like I don't even think it's close (laughs) this weekend. Like it was not, it was really cool to like kind of see him coming back. It'll be nice too. He's going to get the start this week and kind of get that full week of prep going up against a leaky Detroit where that could be a fun, that could be a fun game for him. And I, and I hope to kind of see him kind of ball out and, and play well. I, I think what we'll see is a lot more JD McKissick over the next couple of weeks. Get excited, buckle up. I no, that, I refuse. As, as you could tell, I'm trolling Connor because he's over the JD McKiss- McKissick show, but 
Listen, a, a good quarterback, he, he will trust his safety valves. And let's let's face it, that leg needs a safety valve. I, it's J.D. I just McKissick. Needed to be Antonio. I needed it to be, hey, of those 14 targets that McKissick got, maybe let's just give seven to Antonio Gibson. I don't think that that's too much to ask for. It's a lot Split to ask half for. Half. When Ron Rivera is the head coach of that football team, he's going to say, uh, yep, we're going we're gonna to give it to the guy that's open. And McKissick, you know, he does a lot of good things out there. What What is it? So what's the line that I read? J.D. McKissick's not out there to protect him in the pass pro. He's just a safety valve. He's protection when nobody else is yeah. open downfield. Hey, get it to Could this guy. Nine catches for 60 yards. And that's fine. And we'll take that every week. Look, I can't overhype J.D. McKissick enough as flex three. We'll take it. I know he's loving this conversation right now. Mo- moving on. We've talked about let's let's kind of recap here. And, and then I think we'll spend a little bit more time on the leagues this week. Jets, helmets, LT, Jake Luton, J.D. McKissick has been our highlights of conversation. I, I do I think- have there is one more thing I know that we wanted to hit on. Um, just real quick, kind of an interesting stat that here I found go. tonight, just in regards to the games. The games this weekend, um, which could help you guys make a lineup decision or in your daily fantasy league. So they pretty much there's a stat where it's called the situation neutral pace, which it's the seconds in between plays. Pretty much what that means is when you're in a neutral game script. So it's like a tied game or something like that. It's like a one score game within the first three quarters of the game, how your team plays. So. It's pretty much saying, hey, who's going to take the most or the least amount of time in between plays, which then equates to more plays, which then equals more fantasy points to be scored. A higher opportunity, so we say. So number one game this week, fastest team is the Arizona Cardinals, which I don't think is that surprising. They're the fastest team by two seconds. Um, and they're going up against the Bills, who surprisingly are, are pretty fast as well. Now, the second fastest team that's active this weekend might surprise you is the Tennessee Titans, which I did not see coming, but they're at 28 seconds compared to 26.6 for Arizona. Um, every other team after that is pretty much at like 29. So that is a, uh, those are two good teams to target. I mean, but we know that, I mean, Tennessee has a bunch of good players, obviously Henry Tannehill, um, you're playing AJ Brown every week. So they have good players, Arizona, you're playing Kyler Hopkins, Kirk, all those guys, whoever's the running back. So just kind of a cool stat to look at. So the fastest game again, Buffalo, Arizona, followed by Indy at Tennessee, which is Thursday night. After that, we have Houston at Cleveland. And then we have a Washington at Detroit, which I found to be surprising too. Washington is up there. Um, but one other team, the rain or sorry, the Seahawks are at over 30 seconds in between plays or at 31.5. They're one of the lowest, which considering the amount of volume there is in that like team fantasy wise, it's kind of shocking. Yeah. A lot, a lot of good points there. A lot of good games to look out for. You got the stats up in front of you. I don't have them up in front of me, but I think it's good to think about game scripts and game speed overall. When you're taking a look at offenses you're pairing your talent with your opportunity. Mm-hmm. Now, now you have to take a look at the team and how fast their rate of play. It's really big for, for fantasy. We want more plays. We want more chances. Um, it's a couple of good things that Connor's bringing up for everybody to take a look at. 
heading down the stretch pace of play, hitting the right calls, every analytic, every stat matters. And it's going to be, it's going to be really good to see how that plays out in week 10. For sure. And now obviously that doesn't always mean anything like Washington being high. I mean, how many guys are you starting there? You're starting McKissick and you're starting McKissick if it's PPR. You're starting Terry McLaurin every week. Gibson has worked his way into a running back three, maybe two. Um, but outside of that, unless you're in tight end premium, like you are, uh, you're really not playing any uh, Washington football team member. Awesome. All right. That's NFL recap week nine. It's a little bit of a light week. I not, not so much going on. Trade deadline came and went. Um, any thoughts before we move on? I think we'll spend a little bit more time in the leagues and dive in on some, on some good recaps. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm ready to go. Let's go. Let's get the show on the road. All right. Quick bake break. And we'll be right back. What the hell's going on out here? All right. Welcome back. Week 10, the churn. It is November 11th. We're one day before football's on again. We got the melting pot. Excellent slate of games this week. You know what time it is. The lightning round with the commish. Here we go. Game one, drunk JD, 142 over Bill Cosby sleepers, 120. That's a win and seven and two for drunk JD. Next up, Bayou boys at home, catching a win, 134 over Marty Bird Enterprise, 117. They fall to two and seven. Bayou boys up to five and four. They're in the playoff hunt. Next, Team Perkis, the show goes on. No shows stolen here. Eight and one with a 161 to 107 win over Steel the Show. TK Yardwork keeps it humming. 166 over Studs Are Us. They fall to three and six. 135 doesn't get it done there. New England Death Knights, big upset. 130 over APD, 127. They let me down two weeks in a row. They have fallen to five and four. Good storyline developing there. Last game, always up to Sutton. They did it again. We picked against them. 160 over. Worst team ever. 103. Welcome back to the show. That's the lightning round recap. Melting pot. Yeah. Um, Sorry. I was just going through my game, looking at it, trying to see what I can do to get better. Um, Very much a lackluster week. Thank God that Mahomes had his four touchdowns. So I could break a hundred. I had 31 from him. Uh, outside Hasty, of that. Is... Lindsay Mooney. Not great. Keelan with five. Three dude. tight ends. Oh, I know. I know it was dude. A lot of buys. So I'd hunt on by, I had Boyd on by like, it was just not, I mean, it's really just those two guys, but they're two of my best players. Hey, they're all out. Glenny balls. 160 with four combined points from their running back slots. No. James Conner, four. Justin Jackson, goose egg, 33 from Tyreek, 30 from Drew Locke. The He's lock, been good. The lock, Patrick, uh, the lock, Patrick stack really did me in. Yeah, really Drew Locke's been, he's been good football to be completely love, fair. Love watching it, as you know. I mean, he's my backup in, uh, in dynasty league really happy to have him on my team but he's fun to watch too i mean he's got some good weapons um hopefully they get something back healthy they kind of start getting a healthy offensive line and all of a sudden you're going into next year you got 
Locke, Lindsey, Gordon, Fant, Albert O if he gets healthy from his ACL, Sutton, Judy, um, Hamler. Also, Jerry Judy's route that he ran, I can't keep. I can't stop watching it. That was milky. Where he's just for anyone who didn't see it, I don't know how you didn't. Just go look up this uh, Jerry Judy comeback route from this weekend against the Falcons. What was your favorite part? Was it the wave or the stop? The wave, both. The wave, just both, because yeah. it was all in one motion. Mm. So he waves for the ball, and then in three steps, turns around and stops his momentum, and just wide open. The running, the cornerback just runs off the screen, going <laughs> down and, and trying to cover. So, uh, fun to watch. Um, I think that's going to be good. I hope it, I hope he keeps showing what he's been doing. Um, he's a fun guy to watch. So I think the whole like constant improvement will only be good for him and uh, the Broncos moving forward. That's good advice for anyone, really. Constant improvement. Practice makes perfect is what they, they teach you. Get better every day. Mighty mites to high school. They say practice makes perfect. Another big blow-up game, Josh Allen. Is he back in the MVP hunt? Big game against the Seahawks. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm still – I have Mahomes right now as my number one. Are you with me on there? Who do you Who do you have? It is. It should be Mahomes. Who do you think it will be? I think it will be Russ. Russ, yes. And I think it will. And I'm saying it should be Mahomes, and it will be Russ. I'm trying to think who tweeted. Are we going to get into a position where it's not the MVP that wins the award, but it's most deserving wins the award? Like they deserve to get the MVP votes finally type thing kind of like basketball where it should just be the best player. So that was going to be my next thing where I feel like Mahomes is going to get himself into this category where he's too good to win MVP every year. Mm. Cause it's like, he's putting up numbers. I mean, that are really good. He's I dude. He's the number one quarterback yeah, on the season this year and fantasy wise. And it's just now granted he hasn't had a buy yet. So his points have been totaling up, but Oh, put a pin on that. I don't think so. I am in melting pot right now. And in four-point passing touchdowns, he's listed as the number one quarterback. Kyler is number two. Aye, aye, aye. I thought it was Kyler. No. he's Well, here's the thing. So, Mahomes has had the bye. Mahomes has not had a bye yet. So, he's going to get some extra numbers there. But here, so let's go. Oh, you know what? Uh, Kyler's number one points per – no. Oh, yeah, points per game. No, dude. Projected. No, no, no. Hold up. Kyler's got a point and a half on, on Mahomes. Okay, then it must be on per game average, is how Sleeper does it. Because no. on per game average. Are you on your no, phone? No, it would still be Kyler. What the? This doesn't make any sense. Melting. Okay, but now I'm on the computer here. I'm going to send you this screenshot right now, dude. They have Kyler listed as the quarterback, too. So. I don't know what you're looking at. I'm looking right here. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Where am I? I'm in melting pot and I'm looking at this. I'm in melting pot. But it's weird. So Kyler, they have him as the number one in their list on the rankings. But when you click on the player profile, they have Mahomes as the quarterback one. Oh, you're looking at player player profiles. Look at the actual stats. No, I know, but no, no, no. I'm I'm one hundred percent with you. All right, all right. But now look at the two lists that I've sent you. I'm I know you're getting very like very heated. Like okay, this is my this is my guy. This is Electric Factory. We're talking about. He's also top five in the running for MVP. By the way, 
And Agreed. a bad man, bad man, they call Aaron Rodgers. He's right back in the hunt again this year. There he is. Yep. There's my guy. Yep. Point and a half on him. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I think Mahomes might get into this LeBron category where he's just too good for his own good. And they just doesn't win MVP. Like the fact, I think LeBron only has three MVPs out of control, which is kind of what you're getting from where I don't think it's as much who's deserves it the most. It's I think for NBA, it's like, who has the best storyline? Like what's the best, like kind of like Harden where it's like, Oh, Harden, he's putting up all these crazy numbers, triple doubles. Like he's leading the league in scoring while dishing out like 12 assists a game, getting eight rebounds. But it's just like come playoff time, you know, LeBron is just going to, be the best player in the world again. So, and I feel like that's how it's going to be with Mahomes. Like, is there any team right now you're picking against the Chiefs or any quarterback you would rather have than Mahomes? No, definitely not. Yeah, it's like I, Russ not. is playing out of this world. Don't get me wrong, and I feel like any year, like he was terrible by far this past the, Sunday. It was terrible. Yeah, he was. He's allowed to have an off game coming to the West Coast, playing at one o'clock up in Buffalo. Like, I get say it. The same about Brady, but like Mahomes just doesn't do that ever. He did so. He has had, I think, his worst game this year. He had a twelve-point game. Did he uh, have four turnovers, or was it just a? Be- it was the game that they pummeled. What was it? Denver, and they had a defensive touchdown. And yep, he threw for two hundred yards and one touchdown, no interceptions, no thank, rushing thank yards, so, nothing. Yeah, so bad game points oh, was, yeah. but they dominated that game. He didn't have Agreed. to do anything. No, I- Russ, four turnovers. Come on, man. That's just – we don't do that. They don't do that in the Chiefs. And it doesn't do help that he did it against Josh Allen, who was almost perfect in the first half. So, yep. yeah, I I would vote for Mahomes if I had a vote. I would vote for Mahomes. I hope you get we'll a vote. And it's also, I want you to get a vote. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. But, I mean, we're going into week 10, so, I mean, they got a good chunk of season left to kind of put their stamp on it. And I feel like this is when – the race is really heat up when you're kind of getting into late November, December is when you really see the MVP discussion really kind of take off. Yeah, definitely. Couple, couple other big games. TK Hardwork six and three, and they're kind of stuck in. They're stuck in what we call wild card limbo. Behind Team Perkis at eight and one, it's going to be really tough for them to chase down. They're a team that could be in contention for a bye if they were in the Gudas. Yeah, I don't know, not any other. But so I mean, okay, so let's look at yard work. So I mean, very good roster. They got Cook. They have Evan in terms of points for. How do I bring up the schedule on here? So, are you on? You're on. So click week nine, and you could, uh, you could select week to week on the web app. Okay, let's do. Well, I was going to say if we could see if they play each other, because if they play each other again, then I think that would play a big role into into if they can catch him and take over the division. Yeah, because they do have the um, like I said, they week have most twelve points. put a pin in it. Ooh, that's big. That is very big. Week so, twelve put a that pin division. In that. Yeah, so that division's not decided yet, even though he has a two game lead. Like, there's a lot of time left. Two game lead is. Big right now but no i i agree with you it's just he's stuck in limbo very good team trending in all the right ways james robinson dalvin cooks is as good as any for a pairing right now obviously on the side dk metcalf has been incredible every game he's been incredible we know lockett has boom bust 
He's been more bust lately. His floor is nowhere near Metcalf. Like you give him the ball and he could take no. it from he could take it to the house from anywhere. But um when he hits a ceiling, he's scoring 50 points. It's and that's just crazy, crazy, crazy. I know. We had one trade recently. Vin shipped off. Did we talk about this last week? Or no, four days ago. Big Ben, Ronald Jones to that TK yard work team that we're talking about for a first next year and a second Vince collecting and catching in that is a that's a pretty good trade and I think that that works out for both I mean when kind of like what we're talking about when you're six and three and you really are just two games back I mean this is the kind of move you need to make you get especially in Superflex, you get a guy like Ben who you can feel confident as long as he's playing to put him out there every single week Mm. where it's like okay he can get me I feel like his floor is what 17 18 points and his ceiling I mean with his weapons he he could put up over 30 so that's that's a big help ronald jones has kind of been slipping lately and i mean he did not look good sunday night but i mean he's got a nice schedule coming up towards the end of the year coming out of the bye good for vin i think yeah that no i think it's great for both sides i think that that's that's one of these trades we're going to start seeing as we go on when guys are kind of starting to push all the chips in and they're like okay let me maybe go make a move for a running back a quarterback i'll give up a couple future picks and it works out for these teams that are two and seven where it's like, okay, realistically, what is Ronald Jones going to do for me? Big Ben is not going to help me this year. Um, so let me kind of just gather some assets and start moving. So we'll see more um, just so everybody knows the trade deadline is the week before the playoffs, right? Or it's after the last week of the regular season. Is that correct? Oh, Lord. Let me take a look. Is it the same as the dynasty league? Trade deadline week 12. Okay. Trade deadline week 12. If you're listening, you, you know, if you're not listening, you don't know. That's not the rule. I'll let you guys know. Via. Yep. And then playoffs begin week 14, right? 14, 15, 16 would be the yep. playoff. So you got second to last week of the regular season is when the, the trade deadline is. And just so everybody knows too, um, in sleeper, if you have never used the platform, the trade deadline is through the last Monday night game of that week. So week 13, it's through all the games. So you can get a trade done still on Monday night. But as soon as the game ends, then, like, it's locked. No more trading. Wow. Just so everybody knows. Let's and then obviously, I assume you'll be turning it back on after the playoffs and um, pretty much once we're going into week 17. So guys can kind of get moving on the offseason, right? Yeah. Yep. Cool. Awesome. All right. Game time. Big week. We know it's a big week. Every week's a big week. A lot of playoff matches here. Week 10. Let's go top to bottom. Let's just jump. Let's just jump right in. I'll go on my game. Drunk JD, seven and two. Two game lead on the division, by the way. Feels very nice. Um, we're on the road to a limping studs R us team. They're three and six. Right now. Cam Akers, Frank Gore still in. So <laughs> the league has not done us a courtesy and set their lineups preemptively. Listen to the podcast, guys. Set your lineup leagues this week. Ronald, uh, Robert Woods is on the bench. John Brown's yeah. on the bench, but guess he doesn't have another running back. No, he does not. Tevin Coleman is doubtful. And- I think he, is he going to play? Has he been practicing? I don't, I don't know, but I'm, Tevin Coleman's doubtful. 
That's his only other shot at running back this week, unless Tevin Coleman is unlikely to play Sunday. Shanahan said today. Yep. Um, oh, they're playing in New Orleans. That's going to be a fun game. Do you remember that game last year? I do. That game was a blast. It won't so be as much same... of a blast this year. They're going to be trotting out, you know, no. Nick, Nick Mullins and nope. Jarek McKinnon. But anyways, Jermichael Hasty. Don't. don't I'm forget. facing. I'm facing Devontae Adams in a lot of places this week. Devontae Adams is the only thing that's going to have me shiver me timbers, I think, this week. I have me, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on this game. So, I mean, I was looking through, and the way how I make my picks, just so you guys kind of know, is I compare it player by player. So I'm like, okay, I got Kyler growing up against Brady, checkbox to Kyler. Is that Duke? So you have Duke Johnson, right? Or is that David? That's Dukey. Duke. Okay, so you got Duke up against Akers. Okay, give me Duke Sanders versus Gore on a bye. That's Sanders lock. Now, Adams more. Adams for sure. But just going through, I, I prefer Mark Andrews. I prefer Devontae Adams. But really kind of besides that, I do like Deshaun more than Wentz. I will say that is a spot which would make me a little bit worrisome if I were you. Um, would just be that would just be that matchup, but I don't know. Cleveland being a green matchup for Deshaun, I find a bit surprising with guys like Miles Garrett um, chasing after quarterbacks. I feel like quarterbacks would maybe struggle against him, but it's just a long-winded way for me to say that I'm picking you in this game, um, but I think it might be a little bit closer. I know you're projected right now to win by 40. You're projected an ungodly 170. Like, have we seen a projection that high? Projections, we've seen APD actually get projected like 177. Okay. One I do of remember games. that now. Yeah. I but, don't know where I'm getting one. I don't know where I'm getting 170 from. I don't know if I hit 170. I'm averaging one. I'm averaging 159 per week. So, so I get a little not, bit above average. I would have to have a really good With week. a guy like Sanders back now, too. So, yeah. So I think, I think if I'm calling my shot, I think I get closer to maybe I get closer to 145 this week. I think I do under underperform, but I'm, I think I'm on the other end. Duds are us is back in town. Let's get to eight and two. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I'm taking you. Um, All right. I just, I like your team. Here we go. I like your team a lot more. So let's see if we like your team. Worst team ever four and five on the road by you boys. Another team, no lineup set. Makes it really, really tough here to, to go ga- uh, matchup by matchup and figure out who we're going to decide on. Jake Lutton getting the start on the road at Green Bay for worst team ever. Yeah, that's that might change uh, between him and Alex Smith, but I feel like they're pretty much a toss-up. So we'll see. We discussed it before, before we got on air here. Sorry to cut you off. But just so everybody knows, Joe and I usually talk for about a half hour or so before the podcast. And I asked him, I was like, okay, Jake Lutton, or Alex Smith, and I feel like you, without hesitation, said, go Lutton. You think it's going to be a shootout, which I don't know. I, I don't know if that's going to happen. So I, I, may switch back, I may switch back to Smith, but we'll see. Um, obviously, guys, Mahomes is on by. We were discussing it earlier. He's out this week. Um, and then, of course, Lamar is going up against New England, who their defense actually isn't that bad. And it's a red matchup on Sunday night, but. He's due. We say it every week. Lamar, I love Lamar is due. Week. I, I love Lamar this week. I think this is the game where he comes yeah. out and finally gets back in. He killed uh, the Patriots last year, if you remember. On yes, Sunday he did. Night. He Yes, he did. Bye, boys. They're going to slot Mayfield back in. 
they're they're struggling at running back, but Daryl Henderson, he's back. He's going to fill in for Zeke. Just projecting lineups here. Maybe you play Kalen Balazs in the flex. I, I I don't know. I don't love. Will Balazs even be active? Uh, it looks actually Jackson it, is not going to play this week. And Troy Man Pope's on IR, so it's going to be the oh. Kalen Balazs. It's going to be the Kalen Balazs, Josh Kelly show, which means it's going to be the Blas show because he was way better than Kelly yeah, last week. Yeah, Josh Kelly, man. What happened? You looked so good. Is, no he, act, is man. it all mental? Is no, it mental no. right now? I think you fed off of Eckler, man. I really do. I, I think they shared moves and they practiced well together and yeah. they, they were feeding off each other. I, I really think that's it's got to be a morale thing over there. I'm picking yeah. – I'm, I'm pretty sure – no, I picked Mark. What – what did I do? It's a lot. Is this a live flip flop on air? No, it's not a live flip flop. I'm just going off the script. I picked Mark. So he has to replace Zeke. He has to replace Hardman. So you got to figure this 141 15 split is going to be cut oh, down. Will a little Fuller bit. moon phasing at Cleveland. Darren Waller 18. That's healthy. That is absolutely uh, rich. Tight end, tight end premium. He is delightful mm. to have. I wish I had him. Wow, I I did it last week. I flipped to you. I lost doing that. Bye, you boys. I, Put it in the how wall. is Fournette? How is Fournette projected? Fourteen and a half. He should be projected four and a half. Fournette and a say half. Like maybe ten. Okay, I was waiting. Okay. I was like, um, there's going to be a joke he's pulling out here. I was like, I I know it. Come on, um, I'm bad jokes. I am picking myself. Uh, Good. For I know you. Chubb's back. I still believe in Hunt. I get Boyd back, Thielen, Janu uh, is a football player. He's been a little bit disappointing since the trade, but he's playing a lot of snaps. So can't really ask for anything more. We'll see. Um, but, I mean, if you're saying Lamar is going to have a breakout game, he's due, and that makes me feel better about my pick. So I'm going with myself. Well, I'm happy for you. I hope you win. I hope you get to 5-5. Five and five. Thanks, man. I need it. Hey, here for just you. Gotta, just got to make the playoffs. I have a juicy playoff schedule coming up, with, mm. at least for Lamar. And then Mahomes, I'm starting every week. So if I can just make it, we'll see. Why? We'll put a pin on that. Game three, Death Knights, four and five. Snip, snap, snip, snap. The effect of McCaffrey. You get him back. You get 37. You get a win. You lose McCaffrey. Chase Edmonds, public TV's bust. They're going on the road. Bill Cosby sleepers. They're three and six. 138 is the number right now for them. Tell me your thoughts on this game. I think that Luke gets to four and six. Mm. I I don't know why. I've been on the Death Knights all year. It's I just, just don't know if this there. is his year. It's just not his year this year. And I don't love Eifert. He's got Gurley on by. McCaffrey's out again. So, I mean, who's he sliding in at running back? I mean, Jordan Wilkins, you could play. Damien Harris, like, he's got Ridley on by. Amari on by. It's just not his not his week this week. I mean, I'm looking through though. His team is good. Like he, he still has some really good players. He go Hooper, he go Everett. Yeah. He go Everett. I like Everett this week. Uh righty. Renfro Renfro. Jacoby Myers, big game by him. We didn't talk about him. He looked great. He could go Damian Harris. So he's got options here. He does. But it's not the Death Knights team that we've been touting and touting and you know. No absolutely hyping up all year long i think he's a year's a year away records wise injuries are not floating in his direction no they're not it's just it's just sometimes it's just not your year and it just now look he we could totally be wrong about this where he can make it back and 
just kind of start winning games and make the playoffs. And then, like he, I was saying about out. McCaffrey. One game out. Yeah, yeah no, he, he's definitely, like, he's not done. I mean, everyone's kind of in the hunt right now um, outside of a matchup we're going to talk about in a little bit. But mm. I, I am taking Luke. I mean, he doesn't have his best player. Kelsey's on by this week. Um, but I have faith in him. I think he'll uh, I think he'll pull this one out. I actually am on the same side as you. I'm picking Luke. All right. All right. So I did kind of allude to a game that may not matter as much in terms of guys who are in it. Do you want to talk about that one next? Yeah, we'll jump to game six. Might as well. So we're going to flip. Sorry to get you. Sorry to get you off and go up against where we'll be. Uh, oh, it's all right. We'll crank right through this one. So it's, uh, yep. Battle of the ship bowl. Steal the show two and seven on the road. Marty bird enterprises two and seven. You had some thoughts here. I'll let you take the floor. I know there's going to be at least a third owner who's going to be very interested in how this game turns out. And that is Luke. Mm. Um, okay. Cause he owns Marty's first round pick. And I, whoever loses this game is going to put themselves in the driver's seat for the number one pick and potentially getting a shot at Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, depending on kind of what quarterback comes out. I will be taking Vin though. I just think that Camara is very good. Mixon, his, his team is good. Fulgham, Irv Smith, J.K. Dobbins is kind of starting to take over that backfield. Um, Parker, Rager, none of these guys will have quarterbacks. So this might be a little bit of a lower scoring game. Um, but I, I'm taking Vin. I just, I like his team more than I like Marty's right now. Yeah, Vin's got a little bit of more upside for the coming years. Got good three. He's got a good court running back. I'm on, I'm on your side again. I know it. We're not supposed to do that, but I did it. I'm picking Vin. And let's say both teams are going to hit around the 115, 120 mark this week. Yeah, I think we go under for sure. All right. Game of the week. We just we covered the ship bowl. Glad we did that. Let's go to the game of the week. Fishing for gold. I told you they've been letting me down. Two game schneid on the road at the team that just won't quit. Team Perkis, eight and one. I I'm gonna lead off because I'm I'm doing it again. They're gonna let me down again, I think. I'm going APD. This has gotta be the week to get right and get back on on the winning side. He's got a ton of really good juicy, juicy matchups. One second, I just lost the game. So I know he has Aaron Jones going up against Jacksonville. Love Gibson that. going up against Detroit. I mean, Russ going up against the Rams. Love it. Hopkins, Buffalo. Love it. Like, the the bottom half of his roster, though, is why I'm picking Perkis. Oh, boy. I just, when you're going through, okay, in his flexes, Claypool or A.J. Green, I'll take Claypool for the upside. Michael Thomas versus Emmanuel Sanders. Do I really need to explain why I'm taking Michael Thomas? Moss versus Beasley, give me Moss. I think he's more likely to score a touchdown. And then you you got the bad man in the super flex. You got Rodgers going up against Cam. Give me Rodgers every day of the week. T.O., T.O., he's got Mike Davis on the bench. Oh, dude, dude, I'm doing it again. I won't switch because I can't. I made the pick before the show. But Team Perkis, they're going to cash in on Mike Davis again. Yeah. No, I'm taking Perkis. And you said it yourself, and I heard you when you were going through it going through the game, I had the same thought process. You were like, I'm just trying to find a reason not to pick him. And I, I had that same realization. And I was just like, if I'm looking for a reason not to pick him, that means I should probably be picking him. 
Yeah, he could even play Mike Williams. His team yeah, is his, deep. His team very is very deep. deep. Again, yeah. taking taking six hours a pick. Yeah, better get a good team out of it, and he did. So he shut all of us up. All right, last game and another marquee matchup. TK Yard work. We've been all over them this show. On the road, always up to Sutton. They're five and four. They're right there. I think they're in trouble this week. Yard work's coming through, and they got a messy lawn. I got him. That was good. I got him right there. <laughs> you weren't expecting that one. No, I wasn't. That was good. Let me go through again. Matchups. Big Ben home against Cincy if he gets cleared of COVID. James Robinson, Dalvin, A-Rob, Metcalf, Gronk, Kirk. Tell me what you don't like. Jared Goff, I know you love that matchup at QB2. That is my number one streaming quarterback of the week. Um, I have a feeling we're probably going to both be taking TK here. Yeah. And we fuel we fuel up always up to Sutton when we do this, but he's got this is his toughest matchup of the year. No, and it's them. his team's good. Don't get me wrong. I just Alshon Jeffrey is he even playing? Has he played at all this year? Not unsure on him. I would be very very bearish on him playing okay. this week. He's expected to return. Justin, so he's Jackson. expected to play this week. Out out. Zach Zach Pascal pu. P-U. Lazard might play. Lazard is, I'd say, that's a juicy matchup. Jordan Reed, don't love. Um, yeah, I, and I know he's gonna he's gonna have something to say, which is good. We'll have that's something fine. to say. At, at least, at least we we got one sticking sticking around for the long haul here. Yeah, and this I ain't mean, easy. Let me tell you, deserved deserved chirps in the in the group chat about Josh Allen and Drew Locke outscoring Mahomes and Lamar, which they did. <laughs> they, they outscored him. Well Kyler done. Murray and Carson Wentz have outscored Mahomes and Lamar for the season as well. A lot of draft capital on two, two quarterbacks there. Yeah. We'll uh, see how, again, this is a dynasty. Uh, yeah, we'll yeah, see yeah. how, we'll see how things are looking in four or five, six years. All right. Um, so <laughs> yeah, are we both taking TK here? Yep. I got CK in the, in the, in the pick. No. Lock it up. League, set your lineups. League, that was Melting Pot Week 10 preview. Quick break, and then it's over to the dynasty for the lightning round. What the hell's going on out here? All right, we are back. Week 10, the churn at the churn, FF on Twitter. Connor Boddington, kick us off, dynasty. All right, guys, lightning round. So going top to bottom on my matchups means I'm going to be up first. Um, surprise, surprise. TJ beat me 142 to 110. TJ goes to eight and one. Uh, currently is a one game leg up on anyone else in the league. Um, next matchup up, we had a battle uh, between Kyle Murphy and team Danny Dell. Kyle won 126 to 108 in a matchup of two very, very low scores. Um, Joe, you took down Aaron Cass and Kush Gordon's 87 to 59. I could do some research and find out if that's an all-time low, but I'm not going to do that right now. I think that that is our season low at least and potentially all-time low. Um, Mikey continues to win. He gets to four and five, takes down Deusler, beats him 122 to 86. Uh, We got Luke going to five and four. Taking down TC, who's now one and eight, beats him 143 to 94. And then Brack Attack, taking down Tucker, 145 to 120. And 
this week as a whole, they're re- these games really weren't close. I, I think the closest game was what you versus was it you versus Aaron? Was it the uh, ship bowl? Just win, baby. I might Just win, be, baby. Might be. We love it. Oh boy! So the most it. narrow, the most narrow victory was Kyle over Dandel, according to Sleeper, which makes sense. It was only it was by a margin of sixteen percent. You beat him by 12, 18. Like that's ugh. um real quick. I do want to get into some trades we had this week. Um, as we know, we do get some good trades here going on. So. Start us off in a little mini trade bonanza. Mm. Uh, Luke and Coach Gordon made a trade where Luke picks up Jared Goff and Aaron picks up Teddy Bridgewater in a straight swap. No picks involved, no added players. Um, a little bit later, I made a trade with Zanny Dell. I gave him Big Ben. I got back Jordan Love. Um, and then finally, we had another trade between Luke and Aaron where Luke picks up James White and Demir Bird and trades away Marlon Mack in greg ward do you anything you want to say about these trades are you kind of ready to kind of kind of keep it moving off of them i feel like they're not really big like league changing trades but they're they're solid trades you kind of expect right now just due to buys i i like you picking up love and getting rid of big ben you don't need them no right and i gotta say after Locke's performance this weekend i feel a lot more confident with when kyler's out or on by, or if he gets hurt, like I can start lock. And I mean, love, we'll see. I mean, this is going to be a guy who's going to be on my taxi squad next year. Um, and maybe the year after that too, depending on how much longer Roger has, but I'm just going to kind of sit, let him just, let's see what happens. We'll see. Oh, you're throwing him in, in, the, big in the oak barrel. Yeah, exactly. We'll just let it ferment. We'll see what happens. Give it a couple years to age and then we'll see. Big Quick question. Um, go ahead. Oh, quick. Sorry, this is not pod related, but do you like the camera angle I'm at right now? It's just face. Yeah, you're, it looks like you're a little bit trying to be like Nick Merckx, um, a very popular Call of Duty. Uh, and he streams other games, but no, just the way he sits, you kind of look like right now. I, I know um, who that is, but I just wanted you to just see face. This is yeah, no, it looks good. Has a nice <laughs> close up on my mug. You look great. I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of you. Sorry, guys. We're just having a moment here. Have to have those occasionally. We're, we just film. We forget we're looking at each other for two hours. Yeah. And I happen to just look up and just see nothing but like me looking like a thumb. <laughs> so maybe he'll screenshot it. I'm not by my keyboard. But anyways, moving forward, keep it going. It's your show. Yeah. And then, I mean, James White, Demir Bird, Marlon Mack, Greg Ward, whatever at this point. I don't. You see, you're uh, over uh, it. You hate it. Yeah, no, I don't really know what to say. Demir Bird is what, 20, he's 27. Yeah. I don't really get that. I, whatever. That's a very much a whatever trade. Um, I see that you put some more players onto the trade block. Always. Yeah. I mean, I see you just keep putting them on there. Um, yeah. I mean, Kenyon Drake, guy of note. Higby, guy of note. Otherwise, eh, whatever. Um, any big takeaways from the games this weekend? Just win, baby. Just win. I got (laughs) it. I think, and I've said it, Kush Gordon 420, your luck has run out. Another tough matchup coming up. We've been saying it. Team's been controversial. They've been the bonanza. 59 does not get it done. I mean, they're in the playoffs, though, if it ended today. They would be the last seed. They would be the sixth seed. 
they're getting chased down by a hungry, hungry Mike Lapia. Yeah. And, no, Dan Dow, honestly. Like, say what you want about Mikey. Mikey can fight all his wins, um, but you got to field the team. You got to start your guys. He just he keeps winning, um, which, I mean, it's a good sign when you're rebuilding. I mean, he's got a bunch of guys who really – they're young and they're taking that next step. Uh, but, no, Cass, Cass would be in it right now. I mean, he has the second lowest point scored, but – He's in it. Just win, baby. He's been winning now. Not lately, but he did all that at the beginning of the year. And Two games. I mean, he'd be tied for first if he was in the wildlings. Yep. Two games. Schneid. No, for sure. Has a chance to pick it back up this yep. week. Made a couple more moves. Um, not out, not out of it by any means when you're in the playoffs if they ended today, but it's very fun to keep that storyline going. The guys that are chasing him. We're going to get into those in a little bit here. They have tough matchups this week. So, Kush Gordon, if if you get a win and you get to six and four, you're solidifying wild card. Mm-hmm. I will say I don't understand the Teddy for Goff trade when Goff plays against Seattle this week, and that's the best matchup by far in the NFL, which, I mean, when you're, what, five and four chasing wins? I, I don't well, he's got totally Lamar. get that. He's got Lamar. Yeah. Okay, that's true. I did forget about that. Um but still, I don't know. <laughs> I think we move on after that statement. Yeah. So let's see. We're getting into week 10 now. You want to go top to bottom or bottom to top? You got it. Your, your role here. Your role. All right. All right. So wake up, wake up. New speaking Haven. speaking about Mikey, I'm playing him this week, which good we'll for you. How, yeah. We'll see how this game goes. Um, I currently am two and seven. Mikey is four and five. On the back of Bustin Herbert, who's been putting in work. Good nickname. Week in, week out. I wish I could claim that as my own, but I cannot. Um, yeah. What are, you, what are your thoughts here? I want, as an unbiased member of the league, kind of what are your thoughts on this matchup and this head-to-head? Unbiased. I'm wondering if you're going to put together a record book or if Sleeper's going to do it for us. Like, I would love to see where you're at so far, like record-wise. Oh, my record is not great. Just to talk a little smack. This week, however, from an unbiased standpoint, I do have you. Your matchups aren't great. My team is good. On I know paper, I'm two and seven. On paper, your your team is fine. Your matchups stink this week besides Kyler. Yeah. On paper, you should be winning this football game. I am picking you because when you're playing against a team that's openly tanking, you need to win these football games. I don't care. Two and seven, you're out of the race. Fine. This is a, this is a big morale game for you and you still want to go out in there. For and sure. Win it. Now I want, go ahead. Would it be funnier if you threw the game? I'm not doing that. I know you wouldn't, but would it be funnier if you reverse what? Cause what do we call it? When you, when you play spoiler, you knock off a playoff team, right? When you're out of it. Yeah. What if you played reverse spoiler, spoiler reverse spoiler, <laughs> and you knocked Lapia into the playoff hunt well, by losing? Well, that's what we thought that Belichick was doing Monday night with how they came out against the Jets, that they were just trying to get rid of, uh, make sure they didn't get the number one pick and didn't get Trevor Lawrence. That's crazy. But I yeah. think you have an angle here. I'm but not doing it. We we know you won't. We know you won't, but it would be really funny if you end up losing this game and you don't have the best matchups. You have a great team. No, I don't. And he has a lot. He has a eh, he has some green over there. Some green. 
Kirk Fulgham Hawkinson with some decent matchups, but Jacoby Myers, another pickup for him that he's been keeping and he's his guys have been playing well. I mean, they love the playing for coach. And they're all young too. That's yep. the other thing. It's not like he has like these veteran guys who are coming out and putting up these points. Like all these guys are super young. I mean, who's the oldest, most tenured guy in this team? Is it Christian Kirk mm. in terms of starters? I think it's Kirk. Yeah, could be. Fulgham is 25. He's been in the league now. This is his second year. Kirk is wait, Kirk is only 23? What? Kirk is only 23, but he's been in this is his third season in the league. It might be Slayton. No, Slayton is this is his second year. So just in terms of starters, in terms of amount of time in the in the league, it's Christian Kirk, even though he's only 23, which is pretty I, I don't understand. So he was in the league when he was 20. I, I don't know, but don't, a, don't give yourself a headache over it. You'll be no, okay. I'm not. No, he, he's got a young team. Um, he's building for a good future. I know he doesn't want to keep winning, but I mean, these guys are playing well. And so it's hard to be upset about that when you have guys like Fulgham who you're picking up who you can start every single week. And he looks the part. He's very good. Um, so I'm I'm picking myself though as well. I just my team isn't bad. <laughs> I know why I'm two and seven. My team is not bad. <laughs> so I think we're on the same page there. Up next, I got Team Zanny Dell taking on Maddie the Tuck. Tucks, sorry, plural, multiples. Um, so we got Big Ben going up against Cincy for Dan, who I don't know now. Is he going to play? Because he would have to start Lutton otherwise. Because, I mean, he just traded me Jordan Love for Big Ben, and now Big Ben might be out with, uh, with Mahomes being on by so we'll see um i see a lot of green though across the board here what are you thinking i'm on team tuck this weekend the seven and three i I don't necessarily want to face dan dell in the playoffs and if big ben does not play i think this game is is over before it begins i'm with you um I'm going to be taking Tucker as well. I'm on the same page as you there. But I, Tucker's team is good. I know we don't really talk about him that much. He's 6-3. and three. Is he leading that division? No, he's behind TJ. No, he's not. But, no, that team is that team is solid. He's uh, – I think he's the number two seed right now. Or, sorry, the number – he's got the – um. He's the fourth He's seed. the first wild card. Yeah, he's the first wild card, so – there you go. You got just it. Keep, yeah, just keep winning. He'll be fine. But I do like his team, so I'm picking him as well. So we got the game of the week, though, which I don't know if you've looked at all. I have you taken on Team Booker, Team T Booker. I'm excited for this one. This is going to be for the number one overall seed, potentially. I don't have as much excitement about it as you do. Yeah, for, I mean, I would be nervous if I were you. It's not about nervous. I'm not nervous. When win, lose, or draw here, we're still going to be in a good spot no matter oh, what. Yeah. Number two, one seed, two seed, both get a buy. A buy. So yeah. I'm not panicking if we lose this football game. I actually don't have myself picked here. I picked TJ. I I do think he's got the healthiest. Most top heavy that trade, by the way, for Mike Davis. I don't know what we said about it last week. It's looking like a brilliant trade now for TJ. It worked out with McCaffrey being banged up. It's yes. why he made the trade. It's why it was worth it. 
completely worth giving up what he gave up. Gronk and Lazard, totally yeah. worth it. Um, because for situations like this, you pull out them back in Mike Davis. Um, I'm also taking TJ. I think you have you're a little bit banged up. I don't very love. banged up. Yeah. I mean, so I'm going through your IR now. I mean, you got Ridley on by. He's also kind of banged up. Edelman, Kittle. Like, it's just not not ideal, but I think that you'll be okay. I mean, Drake, too, is also banged up. So Hopefully I can get healthy for the playoffs. That's all I'm, I'm saying. Yeah, but I think you'll be okay. So, following matchup. Oh, boy, this one. Ugh, this might be the blowout special of the week. We got TC taking on the Brack Attack. What up? Um, so, TC has some buys. I'll be able to slide in Chubb. Um, he's coming back off of injury. Most likely, you could put in Debo to replace Amari or Mike Williams. Um, so he's got some other options of guys to play. I'm taking Bracken, though. I just think right now he's like, from Carr, he's not – he doesn't need to get a ton from him. It's just, hey, we're just going to ride Dalvin. He gets Miles Sanders back, Hopkins, Metcalf. And then really anything else he gets. I mean, if he's going to get 15 points from McKissick every week, it's a very, very hard team to beat. Yeah, it's the bracket attack. What up? Getting back to health here. Miles Sanders, sight for sore eyes for that team. I think they're they're not happy at five and four, to be completely honest this year. But it's no it's no lack of scoring on their side. They're number two in the league points for. Been a little bit of a tough schedule. With confidence, confidence pick here. Brack attack gets the six and four. The hunt and the chase is on for winning that division. And it begins this week. Yeah, that's a very exciting race, by the way, going on up there. I know it's kind of like the NFC East a little bit. Deusler is not out of it at three and six. The only two games back. I mean, his points for are the lowest in the league, though. So Okay, so he's out of it. Yeah, I mean, he needs to... <laughs> Yeah, he needs to. You, needs you to like to winning. give everybody like the benefit of the doubt. I'm I ready do. To, I'm ready to. I'm an optimist. Your on the You're stand. just like slaughter. We're done. Yeah, you um, are done. So we got Luke taking on a team that's stumbling, bumbling, rumbling, not rumbling, but stumbling and bumbling. The Kush Gordons and uh, a team on the other end that's rooting, tooting, shooting. Yeah, this team has been really on the back of Devonte Adams and getting Tyreek and all those boys playing and at the same time. So I am, I'll let you go first. Kind of what are your thoughts on this game? I mean, I I know who I'm taking, but who do you got? Look, he's not at full strength. Let's get that straight. Luke's got a lot of big buys, key buys this week. Maybe it's just one Tyreek Hill, Julio, two two buys, Matt Ryan, CEH. Okay. If (laughs) Lucas Cager, I don't know how it happens. Cass's, Strength of schedule schedule, going up against buys this week has been nothing short of perfect. If you're going to beat Luke this week, you beat him because he's got nobody to play after his guys, but I still got Luke. Yeah. No, I am. I don't like having the same picks as you. I don't care about that. You have to make the pick you want to pick. You want to make. I'm actually changing here. Well, I'll see you. I'll see you in the grave. I'll see you. Yeah, no, I'm changing this to cast. Um, I, I think Lamar is the breakout game. You got me talking about in melting pot. I'm with you. I think that he has the, I think he has the breakout game. 
Um, and I just think he, in terms of quality starters and depth, I just think right now he has more guys who I feel a little bit more comfortable with starting. Okay. I don't know. But I'll see. I'll see you next week. We'll see yeah. No, happens. I mean, I'm. I originally had Luke, so I mean, I'm not going to be surprised if I'm wrong. And <laughs> Luke just puts a hurting down, just beats like just to beat them. But it would be more like a like a polite whack because yeah. he doesn't. He's not at full steam. So. All right, last All right. game. Last Final game. Final game. We got team K Murphs 14 taking on team Mike Deuce, who has not set his full lineup. So thank you, Mike. He's uh, got Gurley in the starting lineup who was on bye. I'm going through. He has Duke Johnson who you can toss in there. So that's 15 points swinging it the other way. So it's pretty much going to be if we're doing that, you got Kyle projected to win right now by four. Up. So it's a little Cup. bit closer. Cup on the bench. Oh, he's got Cup on the bench too. So what you, who are you putting him in for then? Rugs? Yeah. 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 You got to bench Rugs. Um, so yeah, no, I'm ooh. I originally picked Kyle. I missed Cup though. That's a and that like I don't know. I think that that's warrants a change in my pick. So I'm actually switching to Deusler. Um I don't oh Kirk on Monday night though against the Bears in Chicago. He could play Phillip Rivers on the road yeah, at Tennessee. Hey, that's a Thursday night game now. <laughs> Yikes, PU. Don't love the quarterback situation for him. I got Kyle. I'm not changing it, despite my lucrative research I just did in my findings. I'm sticking with Kyle. Yeah. I don't feel great about um, Kirk. I don't feel great about Mike's uh, quarterback situation, Um, but I think Duke Johnson will prove valuable. Henry's a monster. His wide receivers are good. I was completely wrong about Robbie Anderson um, coming into this year. He's been very, very good. It's got a tough matchup against Tampa Bay. It seems like Michael Thomas will be back. Gesicki, I don't know what his deal is, but he has not been very good. But Cooper Cup going up against Seattle, I think is going to be the difference maker in this game. Mm, lock it in. Yeah, so going through this real quick, just want to kind of give everyone an update on the playoffs. So Wildlings right now is tied at 5-4. and four. Brack attack gets the tiebreaker over Luke based on the points for in the Kingsguard division right now, you have a three-game lead over Zanny Dell. So you're kind of running away with that. You kind of have that one in hand, even though Dan is more points for than you, but you just win. And then TJ right now, high score in the league, eight and one, number one overall seed. Has a two-game lead on Tucker. Um, Tucker does have a shot here to win the division still. I just don't think it's very likely. I think I need to start this week with a win for you over TJ. Um, but TJ is followed up by, like I said, Tucker, six and three. He is the number one wild card, followed by Luke, who is currently in the second wild card spot. Cast is the third wild card. So we get three wild card teams in, as well as the three division winners. Um, and yeah, currently TJ's the one seed and you're the two seed. We talked about it earlier. You guys will be getting the buy if things stand as is. Trade deadline is week 13 after the final game. Um, pretty much it, it's going up until the playoffs. So if anybody wants to make a move at the end of the year, go all in. You guys know this. We can do that. So anything you have to uh, – you kind of want to hit on for uh, Dynasty League, or are we ready to go? We're ready to go. We're going to ship it away to TBA. Here we go. Quick break. 
That was Dynasty. We'll be back to finish it off. The Butter Association. What the hell's going on out here? And we're back. Finishing off the churn, week 10. You know what time it is. The last lightning round of the week. TBA. Let's get it going. All right, game one. Sproles tied. 118 to 106 over the commish. That's me. They get to three and six. Commish falls to six and three. Big B and the rest. Big showing. 117 over the worst team ever. That's Connor. 78 doesn't get the job done. The grinders in our shit bowl of the week. 91 over D's. 44. They fall to four and five. Grinders, first place, seven and two. Bill Cosby sleepers, two in a row. 115 over Mike Lapia's hut hut. Cayman, 73. And the Mahomes bunch takes down the other bunch, Brucey's bunch, 143 to 74. They're back in the hunt. Brucey's four, five and four. That's a recap. We're back. Week 10. How are you? So, our division stunk this weekend. Oh, and five. Oh, and oh, man. And we got to hear from Waylon, too. A lot of chatter coming from the NFC, which, hey, deserved. It was a bad showing. Bad showing from the AFC. Um, and, I mean, they all pretty much have more points scored than our whole division outside of you. Um, so, not great. It's not great, Bob. No, not at all. NFC's um, gearing up again, dude. Yeah. No, that's a uh, it's a good division. I mean, still, um, we got one, we got two playoff teams right now, though, from both both divisions, and then we have Noah, who's the fifth seed, who has a winning record. So, well, guess what? Just win. We know we matters. get to we get to run it back again this week. It's all intercontinental. Interstellar division matchups again. A lot of pressure on the NFC. Can they repeat 5-0 sweep? I honestly, if it happens, it changes nothing in our division. No. The only thing it does is it would knock knock myself and Noah. It would knock me out of the four seed. Oh, yeah. And then Dana, uh, Dana would get the five, the four seed. So yeah, that's if the wins. only thing that's really, really in play, I think, is the the fourth seed here. Um, has there ever been a year where we got three playoff teams from one division? I feel like it's usually two and two. I'm I'm positive it has been. I just I won't be okay. able to I won't be able to fact check that that's on fine. the fly here. I mean, it's been a decade, so yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, high um, score of the week, Mahomes bunch thirty eight. From Mahomes himself, the team captain, 24 from Tyreek Hill. 143 gets the job done on a weekly basis. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a very good score. Um, I haven't even come uh, close to sniffing that yet. I'm due, though. I am due for a big week. Mm. These days. 44. That's a low point. That's low, 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 low. What happened? Let's take a look. Did we have a low score before then, like last week? You we did. We, we had, had a forty-seven. Really bad. We had a forty-seven the week before. Joe said, "Here, hold my D's nuts," and we're going with a forty-four to eat uh, to eke out that forty-seven low score in the season so far. It could have been worse if Russ had a worse game. He scored over Russ half his team. Twenty-six. He scored half his yeah, team's over half his team's points. Russell Wilson accounted for. 
half and more of a nine-person roster. Tampa Bay, Le'Veon Bell, Gronkowski, 1.5. Right there. Yikes. Not great, uh, Bob. After Justin Jefferson. I mean, Rodrigo Blankenship was his number three scorer. Um, Waylon did that with the guy out. I mean, Freeman was announced out early in the day, too. That's crazy. Honestly. Bro, they announced that on Friday. Yo, Waylon, dude, set your set your lineup, man. Set you your think? lineup. You think seven and seven gets in this year? I think there might be a seven and seven playoff team, and I think there's going to be multiple seven and seven teams, and there will. Uh, let me re- let me say this: there will be tears. There there will be riots. Oh yeah, no, and you're going to get chirped to high heavens about being a crooked commission. Which I'll, uh, if it's me, I'm going to start it. If I'm the fifth seed at seven and seven with there's a four seed at four and four, I'm going to raise. I'm, yep. I'm going to call you crooked. Good. Well, the way it works. In this league, and it's not it's not changing. Win your games, and you have no issue. Win your games. That's all I'm going to say. Do we want to go over the tiebreakers? Because I know it gets brought up every year. All right. Everyone is surprised when we get to it. So do you want to get out ahead of it now just to remind people? Because there's idiots like myself who don't remember. All right. Well, it's very easy. To win your division, if you tie, please have a better divisional record. That favors the head-to-head crowd. Just win, baby. Beat your division, make the playoffs. That's the tiebreaker. Now, tiebreaker for the wild card. These teams, they rely on points. Points for. The best teams all year will make the playoffs based on the tiebreaker. Yeah. End of Um, story. Yeah. So, going into it, um, I know Waylon was kind of talking that shit. I play against them this week. Do you want to start off and kind of break down that game first and kind of get right into it there and um, just kind of break that one down, obviously, like I said, and uh, go through it? Yeah. Whalen Grinders, it wasn't necessarily garlic bread last week, but it wasn't their traditional meatball sub. What would you classify the platter that they put out? 91. It's not their best. I would say a slice of meatball pizza. It's not going to knock your socks off. It's going to get the job done. He's a grinder. He's a grinder. Okay. What well, kind of I'm sandwich? Focused on the meatballs. Okay. If we're talking for a grinder, I. Ugh. It was tuna. A old. It was, it was tuna salad. Old. It was tuna salad last week. It's like you're definitely your last choice, and you don't love it. Yeah, I was going to say that, or like a like a grinder they made at lunch where they had sitting underneath the heater all day, mm. like still warm when you had it, but it just didn't taste fresh. That was the kind of grinder that Waylon was last week. All right. Well, he's going to be looking to get back onto it. He's going to be looking to be double meatball. Herbert, Thielen, Hopkins, Cook, Henderson, Waller. Very good start. On the other end, tough matchup. Stream of the week, Goff, Robinson, Cup, Henry, Gibson, Fant, Jacobs. Tough game. I, I went you. Yeah. I think you get it done this week. I do as well. I picked myself actually in all three leagues, which I feel terrible about. No, I love um, that. We want confidence here. Oh, I will say we actually didn't hit on this. I, w- I went like one in seven in all my leagues this weekend. I didn't win a single meaningful game that I really care about. I think I won it's one better league. than we didn't talk about that. Yeah, no, I think it is kind of funny though. It's okay. almost as hard as going undefeated. So, okay. But yeah, I'm, I'm picking myself. Like I said, Goff is my streamer of the week. I never, if you 
why I don't know how I don't expect anyone to really follow my transactions closely. I will never ever use a waiver claim on a quarterback. I used one on Goff this week just because I wanted to make sure that I had him going up against Seattle. Um, I think he's under projected at 21. Now this could come back and bite me in the ass, but I think he is very much under projected and has potential to be a top three quarterback this week. You'll be playing him in da- in daily. That's a fact. Yeah, no, I will. I mean, I have to. You do. All right. Connor's going to try and score one win for the AFC. Yeah. I will say I have not broken though. 113. That's my high score on the season. Do you think I get near that this week? Yeah, I think you could get near it this week. I think you, you get over 100, and we'll start from there. That's all I'll take at this point. I will gladly take 100. All right. Game two. Nope. One, two, three, four, five. All righty. Something's not loading on my side. Here we go. Kamish DeFran, six and three. On the road, Big B in the breast. They're five and four. They're chasing wild card in the NFC. They got the Rogers Adams stack of legend. Great team. I'm a little banged up. And if it wasn't for points, I think I'd be a little bit more worried about the way the team's been playing. As of late, I got scorched by CMC last week. I actually thought I had a chance to come back. Sunday night football didn't get me there. No. I don't have me i have dan this week i do as well um that rogers adams stack is terrifying right now i don't know it's going to be very hard to beat him when he has those two guys playing on such a high level i mean it seems like he that's really the only one who's throwing touchdowns to 30 points 23 points 23 points on top of every single one of those touchdowns that he scored so he had two he had six touchdowns over the last three games so you got to think, okay, that's 12 points and touchdowns just for Adams on top of another 12 points for Rodgers and then whoever else he's throwing them to. So Rodgers has been on fire lately. Um, I think that that probably continues this week against Jacksonville. I don't really know who they're going to be able to put on Adams and potentially slow him down. So it, I'm just picking Dan just because of that stack and obviously getting Sanders back um, with James Robinson is pretty nice one-two punch at running back. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I'm a little bit worried this week. Jonathan Taylor, he scares me, man. I like has not been the guy I thought no. I was gonna have, and that hurts. It really does. Yeah, I mean, it, look, we'll see if he can turn things around, and if he does, I think that'll obviously. I mean, you're six and three. You're in second place. Like that'd be huge for you if he does somehow turn it around. I just don't know how likely how likely that is. It seems like he's kind of banged up. They don't totally trust him yet. And I don't know how comfortable he feels yet in the NFL. Yeah. Agreed. I I think that's well said. Um, We'll see. We'll see what happens. I I don't, I don't really know. I don't even know if I could trust him Thursday night, to be honest, but I have no other real option. So I think that's where I'm going to have to go here. I know that I'm, so I'm in a couple other leagues where I have Taylor. I'm benching him where I can. I just don't want to deal with starting him. Unless I, I just, really have to. I can't. I don't know where I'm going to go. <sighs> yeah, I mean, no, that's a, that's a thing. You don't really have a choice. We'll see. We'll see I how feel it like goes. You'd almost, I feel like you'd almost rather him just sit out a week or two and they just play Wilkins. Yeah, 
And he's I just, just like, no, he's getting all the touches pretty much him and Hines. I just dropped Wilkins, so it better not be him this week. Oh, did you really? Yep, I made the change just now on the pod. Oh, you dropped him now for literally one minute ago. Who are you picking up? Nobody. I had to activate Nick Chubb. Oh, he's active? Yeah. Oh, see, that's good news, though. Now you put him in over Moss, I assume, right? Yep, you put him in over Moss. Okay. Everything got a little bit closer. I'm still picking Dan, but everything got a little bit closer there. Yep. I need to get healthy. I need Ridley back, and I need to figure out my flex situation moving forward. I don't love Miami defense, and I know they've scored two weeks in a row. How sustainable is that? Do you trust that? No, I, that's not confirmed. We'll we'll see what happens, but okay. um, I'm not getting rid of Kansas City because they're the best team in football. So, no, I don't. I do not blame you one bit. All right, game three. D's four and five on the road. Bill Cosby sleepers. They're two and seven. Two game winning streak. We like that. Don't think we're going to cover too much here. I do have Luke. I think he goes three in a row. I'm with you. I think he gets three in a row here. Is he going to be the team that goes seven and seven and sneaks in? That would be that. I would root. I root for that. I really do. I'm not because I think that that's going to like only going to hurt me. (laughs) Well, that would hurt you. Not me. Oh yeah. No, I know you're, you're fine right now as is, but yeah, I, he might, We'll see. I think he puts together another win. Um, I'm taking him. I think he's got Minnesota versus Chicago. All you're really looking for there are a couple turnovers, which I think will be easy to get. A couple sacks. That O-line stinks. Breeze versus San Fran. Breeze being projected 24. I just, I don't get. Um, He had 30 last week, actually. Never mind. I don't know. He's four touchdowns. That helps. He only threw for 200 yards, but. All right. Beast, McLaurin, Beast, Swift, good player. Hunt, pretty good. Um, Hawkinson, fine. Jace Edmonds is weird. How are you feeling about the Arizona backfield? What's your gut telling you on Wednesday night who's going to be the main guy there? Uh, it's telling me Kyler Murray's going to be the main guy there. Okay, how about just for running back? <laughs> are you just not starting either of them? I'm not starting either of them at this okay. point. So Drake did practice today. So that makes it murky. Yeah. I kind of want to stay away as well, but all right. And Mark Sands team trending downwards. It does not look good. It is man. It like mm. poopy. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Game four. Hut hut. Came in four and five. Mahomes bunch four and five playoff game. Watson versus Tannehill. I think. Yep, Mahomes mm-hmm. on by, Tyreek Hill on by, Todd Gurley on by. Enter Duke Johnson. What do you got? Do you buy into the Curtis Samuel that we've seen these last three weeks? Yes, I do. I you think do. He's, I do. I do not. Um, I think I'm closer in line with this uh, Yahoo projection of four point seven. <laughs> um. I don't know. I don't. I'm not buying it. Like I, ugh. I you feel ready? a lot better starting McKinnon. I you ready think. for this? I don't know if you're ready for this. I've done it many times this year. Oh, Mikey Hut Hut with with confidence. Mikey Mike Lapia with confidence. Yeah, five and five for the kid. I'm also taking the fight in Hut Huts. 
Um, <laughs> I ain't hot hands. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like Dana's team when he doesn't have the namesake. It is eesh. no Tyreek either. Uh, Gurley just Gurley scores, man. He just gets in the end zone, and so that's kind of why he's been valuable. If he scores, he's going over double digits. If not, he's been six. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, yeah. I don't know. This is not a game. I'm mm, whatever. I'm taking Mikey. Hey, we need him to bring one home for the AFC. I know that makes things murky for us, but we need to band together as a division. Yeah, it would be pretty nice if it went five and zero back the other way, but we'll see. Because then that doesn't help us either. No, if, we, if it goes five and zero, yeah. Nope. It does. Remember, now, we're fighting each split, other for playoff spots. If it's split, then it does. It does help. Mm. If it's split, it helps one way or another. Um, so, All right. is the last game Sproles tied against Brucey's bunch? Yep. And this is one of those he wins when he wins because he wins and because he'll be out without McCaffrey again. I just, I think we're in trouble over there on Sproul's Tide Avenue. Lamar Jackson, we like the blow up game. Yeah. So before I really have been, I'm all in now on the blow up game going into this. I can't about, wait for him to score 15. I know it's going to happen. We say this every week. Oh, it's the Lamar blow up game. Hasn't happened. Um, I do think I'm taking Sproles tied though. Ooh. I think Josh, I think the Allen Diggs stack, it's going to be very good this week. I think they're going to put Ramsey onto DK. Mm. And so you're going to see Lockett going up against maybe their number two cornerback. And this could be a very good Lockett week. Mm. Um We'll see. I would not be shocked though if no one, because like you said, he just wins games when he wins them because he wins them. And that's the epitome of this matchup this week. Agreed. And if he gets the six and four with this roster, shocked. Yeah. Shock and awe. Shock and awe. Yeah. Whew. All right. Any thoughts to wrap up? This was a gauntlet of a podcast. Yeah. No, I'm look. I love the Butter Association, I love the banter. I love how close it is right now. And I just, I really can't wait for it to be a very, very close kind of finish here at the end of the regular season and all the crooked commission chirps start coming out. I cannot wait. Even though I've probably been as you've been eth- fine, ethical as a <laughs> nine year commission you could be, but that sounds like something that a crooked commission would say. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> uh, I will. I'm going to end the pod right now. I will diffuse that fake news media. Any thoughts? I think I just asked you that. Here we go. A little tired here at the end of this one. No, I'm good, man. Let's uh, let's get ready to watch some football. Derrick Henry tomorrow night. I'm excited. Mm. Who is it? Titans, Colts. See Jordan Wilkins steal away the soul of you and every other Jonathan Ooh. Taylor manager. Good Thursday matchup yeah. for once. Good Thursday matchup. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Close Very captioning. Good. End line. You know the drill. Melting pot dynasty TBA. This has been week. 10 of the churn you know what to do you set your lineups leagues
break my heart. 